Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. What is happening, Scott? What is happening, Ingrid? How are you? I just went on a little road trip. Where'd you go? I went to Colorado to go snowboarding. Colorado. I think that's where some of the best skiing and snowboarding is. Yeah, it was just nice to be also on the road, just driving alone and... Give you some time to reflect on life. But I think it's good for you to to take these quick trips. So you told me that it's good for like my Gemini yeah, rising, right? exactly. Exactly. You got to keep it fresh. So, you know, I love it when you're going away for like three or four days. Yeah, that's good. That's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. You got to keep it fresh. You got to keep keep the variety. So should we talk about what is happening in the world? It's the week of January 25th to the 31st. So this week is the full moon in Leo. So that represents emotional sovereignty within the community. We'll get to the full moon this week. The sun has moved from Capricorn into Aquarius. So it's highlighting all of that community, inventiveness, independence, ingenuity. And then at the end of the week, Mercury begins retrograde. Ooh, fun. Yeah. So it's Mercury retrograde week. And I'm already feeling it because I slept like one hour last night. What? Yeah. Why? (laughs) So Mercury is squaring my sun and my nodes. Saturn and the sun are both squaring my Uranus. So it's like my mind was just, has just been lit for the last 24 hours. Like I went to sleep at like a little before midnight. I had a reading at seven in the morning, which is totally normal and fine for me, but I just couldn't go to sleep. I was doing like all my breathing exercises to relax me, turning into the fetal position, (laughs) doing headstands, putting a pillow between my legs, you know, just all these different like rolling around (laughs) just, you know, and I wasn't like super restless, but I just couldn't like fall into sleep. And so finally by like four o'clock, I just got up and I started writing. Yeah. And then I was, I've just been up since then. That's today. Yeah. Damn. What? Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. And and that's one of those things where I just feel like it's the planets. I don't try to fight going to sleep, mm-hmm. but you know, I had a reading in the morning. So I was like, I got to get to sleep, yeah. you know, because I got to be, be fresh, fresh for this or whatever. But I just, eventually I just realized it's just not happening. And it's not that I'm tired. Otherwise I guess I'd be sleeping. So yeah, I do feel, I feel good. I think I'll sleep really well tonight. I bet. Yes. Yes, but it's just all that Aquarius energy. I've been watching this show um, that came out a few years ago called Ancient Civilizations. They get into like the Great Pyramid, all these like anomalies of these ancient sites where they're like, who built this? How did they build it? When did they build it? Ooh, I love this. Did the aliens build it? 
they you did. <laughs> That's what I think. Dude, there is this crazy thing. They were totally getting into astrology in episode seven of ancient civilizations. They talk about how the Great Pyramid, if you take the height of the pyramid and multiply it by a certain number, and you take the width and depth of the pyramid and multiply that by a certain number, you get the circumference of the earth. Dude, I was watching something on Nikola Tesla and it was all about this and it was crazy. That's what they were talking about. They talked about him too because he was obsessed with 369. And so they talked about astrology because they talked about how it's like I tell everyone, your astrological code, the next time your astrological code will come up will be 25,920 years from the date, time, and place of your birth, because that's when the great year is completed, so to speak. It takes 25,920 years for the stars to realign in the same way as they were. So if you add that number up, 2 plus 5 plus 9 plus 2 plus 0, you get the number 9. So, you know, they're just saying how there's this is not a coincidence. This is, there's a reason behind all this. We just don't understand exactly what that reason is. There's different theories, but we don't know. But, you know, they're talking about people being on Earth 20 30,000 years ago. And we think that humanity started like five, six, seven thousand years ago. But that's not what these ancient civilizations are showing. That's pretty fascinating. Yeah. So I guess I was thinking about that a lot. While you weren't sleeping? Yeah. When I wasn't sleeping. (laughs) Astrology and the pyramids. Yes. I'm intrigued. Yes. I'd like to know more about Nikola Tesla because he's fascinating. And he was saying all of this crazy stuff about the pyramids were basically energy. Yeah, they're like uh, conductors. Yeah, yeah. Conductors. They're built on the, the 31st latitude. latitude line. Yes, exactly. And then they like point to certain constellations or something in the yes, sky. Yes, Orion's belt. And then I was watching this other one about the Great Sphinx. And they're saying that's like 30 some thousand years old. This one geologist was saying that at the base of it, there's water erosion. Years and years and years of rain is what caused the stones to look the way that they do. But it hasn't rained like that in Egypt for 20, 30,000 years, whatever the number was. So either we were here 30,000 years ago and built it or some aliens were (laughs) up in this bitch. (laughs) Yeah. And that's when they start talking about different portals, you know, Aliens moving through portals or people moving through portals from this galaxy to that galaxy. I want to hear some portals. Yeah. It's fascinating. But this is why I just, I love getting into the planets and stars and what's going on, figuring it out, doing my best to apply it to myself and moving through life in a mindful way. And by the way, I'm going to be doing another class for February. Anyone that's interested, go to theweeklytransit.com. And it'll be new moon intention setting class followed by a full moon release. Yes, exactly. February is going to be the new moon in Aquarius. So that'll be about setting intentions for the community. Yeah. Yeah. Right along those lines. Community, invention, independence. And then the full moon is in Virgo. So that's about the details. Following through with the details. So the class 
really hones in on your own specific astrological code so you can be clear about where the new moon is happening in your astrological code so you can move forward mindfully. So should we move into the week? Yes, we should. The theme for the week, emotional sovereignty and communication in the community. Not worrying about the outcome of expressing yourself in terms of communicating your emotions to your community? Yes, I think it's an important time to do that right now. So Monday, January 25th, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Aquarius, the sign that represents the community, the collective, inventiveness, independence. It's important to remember that independence within the community because in order for the community to function at a high level, everybody needs to be contributing in their own unique way. If we're all the same, then the community is not going to be diverse and there's not going to be any growth. We're not bringing our strengths to the table. Absolutely. The more we work on ourselves, the more we have to offer the people around us. And this is a great day to work on yourself because it's aligning, the sun's aligning with Chiron, the wound in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. And Chiron, as it has been for the last couple of years, is in Aries, which is the sign of self-confidence. So as we heal the wound to our self-confidence, we become more valuable to our community. Amen. Yes. Exactly, Ingrid. Wow. You sum it up so simply. I love that. (laughs) So how can you embrace your self-confidence and bring light to the community? By acknowledging your wounds so then you can heal them and sharing how you healed those wounds with others. I love it. Great. Great answer. Tuesday, January 26th, the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in Aquarius bringing that light, life, and vitality to the community, the collective, independence, inventiveness, aligning with Uranus, the planet of originality, independence, rebellion, inventiveness, in the sign of material and financial security. Do you want to unpack that one? If we can tap into our genius and be creative and bring what we have to offer to the community, then we'll be able to achieve that financial stability in the material world. Yes, exactly. I mean, that's right in line with the question. How can you attain your financial security through contributing to the community? By tapping into our genius and sharing it with the community. Yes. Just taking action on our ideas. Well done, Ingrid. January 27th, Wednesday... I feel like I'm like on a TV show right now and I'm like you, getting all the answers yeah, right. <laughs> every time you get the answer right, you get like 500 points or whatever. <laughs> exactly. I'm the game show host yeah, yeah, and you're the, the contestant. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Ingrid, we've got Wednesday, January 27th. We're looking at two new planets. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, Alex, I'll take astrology and the planets for $500. Yes. RIP Alex Trebek. So we have the moon, which is the planet of... Life, light, and vitality. The moon. Oh, I wasn't even listening. And... <laughs> <laughs> the planet of the emotions. Yes, the planet of the emotions. In the sign of cancer. Do you know why this is significant, Ingrid? Well... I'm a Cancer Moon, so yes, it's like the sign of the emotions is in the planet of 
emotions. The planet of the emotions is in the sign of the emotions. It's like double emotions. Yes. This is the sign that the moon rules. Exactly. Yes. Now the moon in cancer in a position of power is opposing. So if it's opposing a planet, where would that planet be? What planet sign is opposite cancer? Am I stretching your mind too far? Opposite of the emotions would be... Or think of cancer as the home. What's opposite of the home? Where do you leave your home every day to do what? Work. Yes. And the work is what you want to... Achieve. Yes. Capricorn. Yes. Good. So Pluto is in Capricorn. Pluto is the god of... Death. Yes. The planet of... Transformation. Yes. So the moon in cancer, the emotions in the sign that it rules, the sign that rules the home opposing the planet of transformation in the sign that represents the career, the authority. When you have a death of the old way of doing things in terms of your career, that can bring about some very uncomfortable emotions. Mm. I guess the word that comes to mind for me is like confronting. Talk about that more. First, taking responsibility for how you've done things in the past, assessing if that's working for you or not, And allowing that death of the old way to happen so you can actually be emotionally fulfilled by the things that you're doing now, like letting go of that old way so you can have room to grow. But it's really hard to let go of our old ways. It's like very confronting to let go of our comforts, even if they weren't working. It's like we get comfortable doing the same things over and over. So is our career working for us? Do we need to shift? All of our work industries are shifting to online. Maybe it's something to do with that. How do you shift your work to make it make more sense in the world now as things are just changing? That's a good point because it's like the moon is in the sign of home and it's connecting to Pluto and the sign of career. It's like the career is at home now. Yeah, everybody's working from home. Exactly. What can we do to be inventive yesterday Mm -hmm. to create something where we can have financial freedom And like birth a new way of doing things in this process. Yes. Kind of flowing into like yesterday's. Always. Always. Yeah. One alignment into the next. These aren't like happening in a vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're all stacked on top of each other. Exactly. I'm giving you the highlights each day, but they're all happening every day. (laughs) So how would you like to transform your relationship to the home in relation to your career? Setting a schedule for yourself being more accountable, making a list, checking things off, making like a time schedule, a calendar to just stay accountable for what you want to accomplish when you're working from home. And I think that can work both ways too. You know, accountable not only for your work and your career, but accountable for time to be at home and not think about work. I like this. Yeah. Work doesn't have to necessarily be all of your ambitions. We have other things that we want to achieve in the world. So making time for accomplishing your work goals, but also your personal goals. Not everyone's even working. Yeah. The home is a place to rest and recover. And if you're working from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, then are you really utilizing the home or are you just now sleeping at at the office? Ew, God. (laughs) Yeah. I think I have like an addiction to that in the past. Totally. And so like putting on the list, like making a nice lunch and going for a walk cleaning your house, like all the things that 
you do in your home that make you feel organized mm-hmm. and and accomplished in your in your living space. Yes. Yeah, having a balance of the two. Absolutely. Ingrid Iverson, are you ready for Thursday? I'm ready for Thursday. January 28th, because this is a very big day. We're looking at five planets. That's a lot. Yes. So I'm going to hit you with the first three, and then we'll follow up with the final two. The first three are the sun. The giver of light, life, and vitality. Yes. In the sign of... Aquarius? Yes. Extra bonus points. The sun is in conjunction with Jupiter. Expansion. In Aquarius. So expanding. Expanding vitality. Expanding like how you fit into the community. Mm. Like the energy you're bringing to the community. Yes. I like that. So these two are in opposition to one of the planets we spoke of yesterday. The moon. Our emotions. Yes. So maybe we have some fear around expressing ourselves fully in the community. Wow. Yes. This is the full moon, Ingrid. So this is the full release. This is sovereignty. This is that sovereignty. So what did you say? You said you ha- we might have some insecurities about expressing our emotions in the community. Yeah. Today's the day to do it in a big way. So being okay with the discomfort that it brings, pushing through the discomfort and allowing yourself to be seen in the community and you'll be rewarded. You know, the lion is the symbol of Leo where the moon is. And the lion doesn't think like, oh, if I roar right now, um, do you think the zebra would mind? Yeah, the zebra's going to mind. They're going to freak out. They're going to run away. (laughs) But the lion don't care. (laughs) (laughs) so that's the attitude so speak your voice in the community yeah be bold embrace your sovereignty even if you're scared that's like the the cowardly lion Mm -hmm. we gotta like move that shit out but why is the lion cowardly i don't remember because it's looking for something It's it's heart yes it's missing its heart so where's your heart where's your heart is your heart hiding Or is your heart open? Is it shining? Is it bright? Is it big? Is it expressing its emotions? Yes. The sun is the planetary ruler of Leo, posing the moon, shining its light on the moon in the sign that the sun rules. How would you like to show your sovereignty to the collective? Yeah, just tapping into what your truth is and what do you want to express to the people around you and allowing that to happen even if you are scared. I love it. I love it. I love it. And this is the next planetary alignment on the same day. We're still on Thursday, January 28th, Ingrid. You're not off the hook yet. Mm -hmm. And I I love this because this alignment goes right in align with what you were just talking about. So we're looking at two planets in Capricorn, one of which we just talked about yesterday with the moon, which was Pluto. Pluto. So Pluto is in conjunction. With Venus, the planet of... Relationships. Love. So you've got the planet of relationships in conjunction with the planet of transformation in the sign of authority. So if you are... Expressing yourself in the community, you might be bringing about a transformation to your relationships. Yes. Which can be scary, but also necessary for growth. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. That's the challenge. You're up for it. And you, Ingrid, are up for the challenge of Friday, January 29th. We're looking at a planet that we've talked about for the last three days. It is called the moon. 
it continues through Leo. So we're looking at emotional sovereignty again. But today it opposes another planet in Aquarius. Leo is opposite Aquarius. So the king is opposite the community. And the planet in the community that the moon, the emotions is opposing is Mercury. Communication. Yes. So again, this is communicating your emotional sovereignty. Would that mean there could be some conflict in relation to expressing yourself in the community? There could be, because this is a face-off. The moon is facing off with Mercury, and Mercury has stopped dead in its tracks. Oh, boy. Because something (laughs) happens tomorrow that we're really excited about. The retrograde. How'd you guess? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yes. How would you like to communicate your emotional sovereignty in the community? That's what this is about. And the moon's still in Leo? Yep. Well, I mean, that means being bold and courageous with your emotions. Exactly. If you didn't do it on Thursday, you're going to get pushed into it on Friday. It's the big assignment for the week. And it's, it's really a release to get the emotions off your chest. Yeah. Because as we move on to Saturday, January 30th, Mercury begins its retrograde course. So it's kind of like clearing the decks, getting it off your chest before Mercury starts scrolling back. Yeah, if you don't say something now, everything's about to get really weird. So, yeah, you want to express yourself while communication is going okay. (laughs) It's already in in its shadow, but it's going to get worse. So, like, take care of it now. Yes. The storm is rolling in. Totally, totally. So this is it. This is the first retrograde of the year. Mercury moved into its shadow on January 15th. It begins its retrograde today, January 30th. So this is the first of three retrogrades for 2021. All three retrogrades are occurring in Earth signs. So 2021 major theme is communication because three retrogrades all happening in air signs. Air signs are the communicative signs because sound travels through the air. Yes. So when we're having a retrograde, especially right here at the beginning of the year, it's a nice reminder that we can like rethink things. It's all about like re, but not dropping the ball on all of the plans that you've made just to keep pushing through, even if things are confusing or moving slower than you like, or things are out of whack is to just keep moving ahead and stick to your goals, even if they're moving slower than expected, not to give up. I can say it better myself. That's when all of our New Year's resolutions go out the window. So just (laughs) being patient and kind to ourselves and just picking ourselves up when we fall down and also aligning ourselves with the moon as opposed to like the new year. Every four weeks, we have a new opportunity to reset our intentions and get focused. So not to be too hard on ourselves if things get weird. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. It's all about clearing what's on your plate. My plate is stacked right now, (laughs) so (laughs) I'm not adding anything new to my plate, that's for sure. I'm just going to keep on chomping on what's on my plate right now. Interesting, because I just added like a bunch of stuff to my plate. (laughs) Yeah, but as we're recording this right now, the retrograde hasn't started. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try to clean that shit off then. So now, you know, now you've reached your point. Well, I guess these things have been simmering for a while. They're not really new ideas. They're not. They didn't come out of the blue. No. Now they're just starting to really get going. Yes, this is true. Yes. I'm feeling that fire. Good. I love it. And now we're to the final day of the week. Sunday, 
January 31st. So we're looking at two planets on Sunday, January 31st. So the moon on Wednesday connected with Pluto. Today on Sunday, the moon has now moved on to Virgo. So in Virgo, the moon is aligning with Pluto. So Virgo is... The perfectionist. Yes. All about the details. Yes. One of my students in class gave one of the best examples. She was like, is that like a nun? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, a nun, like a nun. That's because Virgo is is symbolized by the virgin. And when you think of a nun, the nun is of service to others. Someone who's very subservient, very humble, very quiet. But then you always hear those stories about like the Catholic school where the nun is like wrapping the the ruler on people's fingers or whatever because they're not writing correctly it's not perfect so this is the energy of virgo it can be on the light side it's about service and taking care of others on the darker side it's the rule follower yeah and Mm -hmm. it's very critical so the moon the emotions is in this critical perfectionist sign connecting with pluto transformation in capricorn so maybe we need to transform our way of how we have looked at achieving things in the past and looking at the details of that really taking an analytical look i mean analyzing that but also analyzing how we feel about it that's it that's the key that's the key ingredient with the moon what's going on with your emotions in in this area so analyzing how we feel about the transformation that's happening in our career ambitions. I'm going to give you a thousand bonus points for that right there. That was so on the money. Absolutely. Yeah, everything is getting very strange. So we need to be making time to analyze how we're feeling about things because if we don't set aside time for it, then it can just start to bubble over. Yeah, fester. So this is a good day for reflection. Yes. Anytime the moon is prominent, that's a good time for reflection. Yeah, absolutely. Because the light of the sun is reflecting off of the moon. The moon is all about reflection, reflecting the emotions and the past, where you come from, your roots. Yeah, it sounds like this week feels very transformational. How are we going to shift the way that we have done things in the past, looking at the details, how we feel about this change and being inventive and creative in how we're going to move forward? Yes, well done. I like this. This is exactly what I needed to hear. (laughs) Excellent, Ingrid. Well, I wish you a great week. And everyone listening, I wish you a great week as well. If you're interested in the moon class, theweeklytransit.com. Thank you, Ingrid. Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The weekly transit. The weekly transit.